This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Hello, this is Pastor Benjamin Davis, and uh, we're continuing our daily podcast on this morning will be why the commandment to honor still works today for living in Jesus. But I have a special guest with me. Quentin Huckabee is with me for the other microphone. Would you say Hi, hello, Quentin? everybody. Yeah, so he's going to be discussing with me uh, this commandment that still works today for living in Jesus. And I'd go so far as to say, if you get this one right, you can grow in Jesus. If you don't get this one right, you'll be crippled in Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you think that's too strong? No, I don't think that. I, um, I think it's, I mean, it's a commandment. So obviously God made uh-huh. it for a purpose. Yeah, well, um, it's the purpose is emotional health. Yeah. That's why. Let's read the commandment and then let's dive in. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Okay, so it's a commandment, and Paul says it's the first commandment that has an, a, a promise attached to it. Now, all of them have implied promises, but this one has an actual promise that if you will honor your father and mother, your days will be prolonged or long in the land or the inheritance that the Lord is giving you. So we're going to dive into uh, what it means to honor your father and mother, and you know, I've had the privilege of working with youth for 18 years, mm-hmm. and I have found that every youth has a battle in this area. But I don't think it just stops with being youth. I found that people who are my age still struggle in this area. It's almost as if the commandment goes against our fleshly nature, you know? Yeah. Um, and so uh, when we say honor your father and your mother, now, Paul brings this into the New Testament and says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. I used to have the most fun as a youth pastor. The youth would call me and they would say, Pastor, my parents, they took all the TVs out of our house. We have no more TVs. We're all grounded. I'm there. My parents are so mean and all, you know, and I'd hear that. Oppressed, oppressed. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, and so... Uh, I would usually read that scripture to them and, and uh, say, now, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for they are always right. And then I'd see if they would catch it. I'm just, I'm just imagining you because you had your own kids in the youth, right? Uh, I did. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> you. <laughs> but I try to catch them, you know, obey your parents and the Lord, for they're always right. And I'd have them read the scripture with me, and then I would I would do it three or four times if necessary until finally they would say, "Wait a minute, that's not what that says." Yeah, <laughs> it says, "Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right." And there's a huge difference between they are right and this is right. What do you think the difference is between they are right and this is the right thing to do? Well, I mean. Think about Jesus and his parents. Like Jesus was probably right a hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. but even him, mm-hmm. he obeyed his parents. Yeah. So that was his know, seminary, yeah. obeying him for eighteen years. Um, yeah. And I've also been told, uh, me being a, a new father, I have a one-year-old, and I'm mm-hmm. learning and trying to, you know, mm-hmm. understand good things for my 
for my son um, is uh, the way you treat your parents actually kind of multiplies in different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, it'll, how like I was always told, the way you treat your mom is how you're going to treat your spouse. Yeah. I've, I'm living it. You know, mm-hmm. I got married and I noticed, you mm-hmm. know, there's similarities there. Yeah. And then also instilling this in your kids is how they're going to treat God. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's obeying to authority mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, it, it gives you, it, I, I'm, I guess it gives you a, a way to be humble Yeah, and another way to grow your faith because you're following what God wants you to do. Yeah, the humility that is required is this, is that God in his genius Mm -hmm. chose to give parents children when the parents still don't know what they're doing. There's a comedy to this. That basically people, when you're young, you're inexperienced, so you don't know what you're doing, and that's when God made you most likely to have children. We tried so hard because our thought process was we want kids later on in life. Uh huh. So maybe we can bypass this. Yeah. You no, can't. It no, doesn't no, happen. no, it doesn't happen. You no. still don't know what you're doing. No. And when then what is crazy is, you know, working through the years with people, when, they, when your children become teenagers, you still don't know what you're doing as a parent. And uh, a matter of fact, through the years, I'd talk to dads struggling with their teenage sons and whatnot. And, and uh, I, I used to give a lot of detailed advice and then I quit. And finally, I got to the place where if it was a dad and a teenage son, I just give one piece of advice. You want to know what that is? What is it? I need this. Stay right in now. the ring with them. Stay, yeah. Just stay in the ring. I said, what I have learned through the years is that the dads who stay in the ring with their sons all the way from those teenage years to young adult life, that usually those sons do well. The dads that throw in the towel are the ones where there's going to be more problems. Well, when you throw in the towel, you're, you're pretty much proving them right. Yeah. In, in, in a lot of sense. Uh-huh. And um, I've spent a lot of year with, uh, uh, with people and trying to reform their lives, uh, people with disabilities and stuff. And you mm-hmm. see that there. Yeah. You're not going to change a human being. Right. Within a couple hours, you're not going to have a magical speech right. uh-huh. that's going to just solve uh-huh. all your problems. Yeah. It is the time yeah. that you dedicate and you show that, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like the best stories I've ever heard are over five, ten years mm-hmm. that you've just been faithful to these right. people that just need someone to prove that they're not going to give up on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that it really is what changes people. That's why dads just stay in there with them, yeah. right? Just don't give up. Just stay in there with them. Work through their problems mm-hmm. with them. Work through their rebellion. Work through their foolishness. You work know, towards the future. Work. <laughs> don't, don't think about the presence as like, you know, it, it, this is not what the future will be. This yeah. is a, tr- everything moves and transforms yeah. and changes. Yeah. And, uh, now yeah. let's shift gears. Yeah. Okay. So, why is it, do you think it's so important for youth to learn to honor their father and their mother? Now, they're at this age of life where they're struggling between dependence and independence, so it's a very difficult time. Why is it so important for youth to learn to honor their father and mother? I believe when a youth takes that step that says, I think I know better, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let you, I'm going to let see what your knowledge brings me to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that take place. 
because it's hard to admit that oh, I might not know everything, mm-hmm. yeah. even though you've been living such a short time. Right. But you're you're giving that control to someone else, and you're allowing not only you know, and, and I think this is why it also mimics how you treat God. You're allowing someone else to build faith in your life because you're you're leaning on their expertise and their experiences. Right. And that's the best thing that we can pass on to people is our experiences because they're real, what we've actually gone through. And then you kind of form into this, I'm, I'm seeing the result of your experience and I'm benefiting from the favor that you're giving me mm-hmm. type thing. You want some science to back that up? I would love some science. Science has now proved that the hippocampus, which mm-hmm. is the reasoning center of the brain, is not fully formed until you're in your mid-20s. What that means is this... You're making the most important decisions of your life from 15 to 25. It's going to chart the rest of your life, and your brain is not fully formed. So the humor of that is that God made us physiologically dependent upon wisdom of people whose brains are fully formed. (laughs) And if you choose to go without it, you're going to do yourself extreme (laughs) self-harm. Well, to go with that, so... um, when I worked with people with disabilities, they said we need to get to these people before they turn 24. Yes, that's right. Because if if you can change your fundamental thinking uh-huh. before that, you're set up for success. Yes. And it's so much harder. So I, I tell youth as much as I can, mm-hmm. get it right now. Yeah. Because I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'm trying to learn disciplines uh-huh. and stuff that if I would have just sat down for... A couple of days to try to do yeah. back then. Uh-huh. I'm spending weeks and months. Yes, because I have to put more effort into it now. Because your brain's fully formed. Yeah, <laughs> it's harder. It's a little <laughs> bit more stubborn. You can't, you know. I've got a story of one. I've got a family member that uh, was set up well to go to college. Everything was in place, and basically they they blew it and dropped out in the first year. Mm-hmm. And they had in, in in the great wisdom that they had. They dropped out of college and went and bought themselves an amazing motorbike that's the best, coolest thing ever, and then got a pizza job coming into, and all of this happened coming into November, which is just brilliant, right? So by, you know, October goes okay, but then November, December, they found themselves delivering pizza on a motorbike. cold in the dead of winter and fortunately for this family member it didn't take that long until it produced a phone call that said dad this isn't working very well and I, well i'm like oh it's good really they... it's not it's working well. and that moved to the conversation of yes Let's let's talk about career. It's, it's, a, it's at least good that it didn't take a couple of years to decide. Oh, maybe I shouldn't drive uh, a non-covered vehicle in the winter. I mean, prodigal yeah, son. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. How long does it take? Right. Yeah. Well, let, let's move on. Um, why do we think it is important for a middle-aged person to continue to honor their father and mother? that their days may be long in the land that the Lord is giving them. Okay, so now we're beyond 
the young stages of life, the important decisions you're making. Now you're settled, you're established, you got a career probably, you've got a family. Why is it important there? I'm going to tell you right now yeah. that I'm glad that I have good relationships with my uh, with my mom and my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Because when you have a kid, mm-hmm. you depend on that village. You depend on the people that are around you. Yeah. Um, and... You know, without honoring the people that raised you, you're going to have a rocky relationship. You're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to have some civil conversations, at least. Um, You think it's fair to say if you've got daddy issues, you're creating daddy issues? Oh, yeah. 100%. If you've got mommy issues, you're creating mommy issues? Because, I mean, you could probably hear almost everyone say it. You know, I'm going to raise my kids better than my parents. Mm -hmm. But you're kind of putting yourself back in the position that they were in. Yeah. And assuming you know more without experiencing more. Mm-hmm. So it takes that moment of let's let's just submit to someone else that has more experience mm-hmm. because they've lived past it. Yeah. You know, and who else are you going to call if, you know, you get an awesome job or, or even to celebrate your life, Mm -hmm. you know, you're creating these bonds that are, that are so strong that you've known. There's some friendships that you can grow really well. Yeah. Really, you know, in a short amount of time, but these people, you know, your whole life. Here's a, a, and let me close with this illustration. And after I close, Quint, would you do me a favor? I believe there will be people listening to this podcast that are struggling with honoring Mm -hmm. their father and their mother because their father and their mother are imperfect people. Mm, I'm going to have you pray for them to close. But before I do that, let me illustrate all of this with something that happened in the past couple of years. Uh, If if you're still breathing, you remember that the the pandemic Mm -hmm. really upset culture and, and changed everything. One of the reasons that we got so many things wrong and the way we related to the pandemic and COVID. And I think now most people would agree that we got more wrong than we got right in the way we related to it, from the government shutdowns to the church issues to the social movements that we probably got 70% wrong and 30% right at best in the way we responded to try to deal with it. And, And now there's backlash from it because we got so much wrong. Why did we get so much wrong? And the answer is simple. Leaders were scrambling mm-hmm. and saying, there's no one alive who has lived through a pandemic. All we have is the history books. Mm-hmm. And the result was we had no pattern. So leaders were scrambling and their their ache at the beginning of the pandemic, we have nobody to call yep. because nobody's lived through one of these. Experience. And so it's it's that lack of experience. So yeah. what then happened was then they said, all we've got is the history books and they're just so-so. So really, it's a game of experimentation. That causes you to get 70% wrong and 30% right. Yeah. Okay. It, but if you've got somebody that's been there and done that, you're going to move that to 70% right and 30% wrong, you're right? You're still going to get things wrong, you're still gonna, But you're going to get a lot yeah, more. Your percentages more. are going to change, right? Yeah. And so um, there's the principle. There's one application that I thought might drive it home to some people who are, you know, yeah. it, it brings it home. So there might be people listening to this that are struggling 
to honor their father and their mother because of the imperfections mm -hmm. they find in their father. And would you just pray for the Lord to help them? I would love to. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to talk and um, be in people's homes and be able to um, speak some truth into their lives. Um, God, just give people patience um, dealing with uh, being able to honor. For one, that it's a it's something that you're asking, and you them fulfilling this, no matter uh, what their parents are like, no matter what situation they're in, that they're honoring you for one. That, that they're following your commandment and they're getting favor from you when they follow it. And for two, that through this, that they could change their parents, that they, they could n not necessarily instill what they think is right, but, but give a hope and a patience to them um, for opportunities to, to get to know you more and, and drive relationships closer to you, God. Just thank you for these opportunities. Thank you for the patience of the people. Um, and just thank you for parents and what you've built for everyone to be able to instill faith um, and grow wonderful lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.